Hey, this is Sarah Natelli and you're watching CMS TV. It is Chris Aiken Presents, and I, of course, am Chris Aiken, and uh, this is becoming my my kind of every-other-year thing, talking talking with the Mighty Seven Dust, my favorite band, as I keep telling their publicist, of the last, I hate to say it, but almost 30 years. It's yeah. crazy that it's getting to be that long. Uh, new album, I'm going to say it, best album since Home. Oh, wow. That's that's where I put it. I put it way up at the top. Uh, this thing is killer. It's called Truth Killer. It's out on July 28th. You all should buy it, not stream it, but buy it. And here to talk all about it is the one and the only singer of Seven Dust, Mr. Lejean Witherspoon. LJ, how are you, man? I'm fantastic, man. Enjoying this uh, beautiful summer. Uh, excited about talking to you. Uh, excited about getting out on tour, this new album coming out. And uh, thank you for saying that. This is one of my favorites, too. Uh, I think, too, just with that pandemic and everyone being in this uh, crazy closed up uh, world, that we were able to put that angst and energy into this album and to be ready to be out in some type of normalcy. And I think uh, everyone's ready for it, man. And that's a, it's an energy that's out there that's very contagious. Not the old contagious, but a new contagious. Right. People need the medicine of music. Well, dude, I, I got to ask you before you even get into the record. I saw you guys, uh, whatever the last time you were here in Cleveland was, I think it was at the um, at the Agora with Plush and um, I forget who else. But but uh, when I saw you guys, I was surprised at how small the crowd was. Not because of you guys, but I think people were still kind of in that. Don't know if we can go back. Don't know if we oh, can yeah. be safe. How was that tour for you guys? Was that a weird tour just because people were so on edge? Oh, absolutely. It's weird, too, because that was a tour, too. We have to remember that we were having to take precautions to where we weren't able to touch people. I remember at one point in time, we did a meet and greet, and we had to buy this plexiglass oh, thing. And I was like, okay, this is weird, but all right, we're signing autographs, but then we're shaking their hands, but we're behind this plexiglass. I'm like, we got it. What are you doing here? So, what, <laughs> what, I mean, I get that we're trying not to get it, but we got it. We, we just did everything right. Now we got it. So, right. <laughs> so it was a, it's a learning curve. But yeah, it was really weird. And uh, But we were trying to go through the motions of what was going on with that time, man. So before then, everything was completely shut down. We did this album, uh, Blood Blood and Stone, and put it out. And weren't, we weren't able to tour the album. The only thing that we were able to do is get in the disclosed area in Orlando, just the band, uh, maybe two of our crew and like a couple of camera guys. And we did this seven dust live sure. uh, thing. And we were able to do that maybe I think three times, which kind of kept us in the eye. I feel like of at least our seven dust family and maybe some other folks that didn't know about the band, but we were lucky and fortunate enough to do that. So once we did 
come back out into the world again, it felt like not as bad. Right. If that, if that makes sense. It mm -hmm. felt like we, we kind of did something and people were still, you know, it wasn't completely like we were like, oh, God, what's going on? Am I still in a band? You know, at least that made us. <laughs> feel like <laughs> right well and, and it's funny because when i talked to morgan about that about the the live streams he told me flat out he hated it he it said was, it was so uncomfortable for him for you for everybody because you'd finish the song and i watched that with the first one that you guys mm -hmm. did and it was funny watching you because you would finish the song you'd be like looking oh. around you know like oh, hey so somebody listen. clap <laughs> listen no no i told every so at one point in time i remember recording it and we'd finish the song and like this would this is exactly what it sound like. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm like, listen, all right, if it's only gonna be two of you guys clapping, don't nobody clap in here. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everybody shut up. <laughs> but man, you know, and then 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 so check this out. Then you get back home and stuff. And I remember the wife critiquing me and saying you know uh maybe next time look over here more and look here back and look back here like you're looking at people i'm like what <laughs> i'm like you're telling me what i should be doing she's like yeah you know just make it look and i got the whole you know just uh you know we're kind of performing to everyone but it definitely was weird but at least we got to do it and the effects were cool and uh it, it, it gave us a chance to actually get back together in a setting and i mean man if anyone blinked or like did something weird. We're like, go get tested. Get them tested right, right. now. It was, <laughs> but everyone came out safe and healthy, man. So, uh, it, you know, we made it through that pandemic. That, that's good, man. And you guys are back. And like like I said earlier, this album, I, I've been telling friends, you know, because I have my little seven dust pack of people that I go and see you guys with every time you uh, come. Right on. And so so when they heard I had the record, everybody's either here to hear it or they're they're like, what's it sound like? And I've been oh, wow. telling I've been telling everybody, it reminds me of like if you took home and you down tuned it a step yeah. to make it heavier, but then mixed in some of the mellower moments of seasons. If you oh, put wow. all that together, that's kind of where, where it falls for me. How about like for you? It. I love that, man. That's a great, you should have a listening party at your house. I'll show up to it. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's awesome. That, you know what? You just nailed some of my favorite stuff. And uh, hopefully we'll be doing a, uh, you know, in, in lieu of, of course, the new album, but I would like to get back on the road again and do some type of seasons, uh, tour sure. and uh, you know homage to that because that was one of my favorite albums man working with butch walker and being in atlanta and that whole era and that time was so important in our career absolutely man mm -hmm. well let's talk about this one dude you obviously uh, went back to working with um elvis as well as you know your boys um what is it about elvis i mean you guys what do you got 14 records or whatever yeah. and um and you go back to elvis now over and over I'm sure you don't need Elvis as much as as much as maybe you just feel comfortable with him. Wow, that's very so, Elvis. He's amazing. He's a he's a brother. Okay. Uh, his team. Well, I don't even know if it's a team. It's a family. Jeff. It's only Elvis, Jeff, and then Porterhouse, which is Josh. We we gave him the nickname Porterhouse. If you imagine us cooking steaks and stuff, so right. Uh, it, it's it's a comfortable magic place. All right. So let me imagine. So when you're a kid. I, I'm 50. I turned 50 years old. So a lot of people don't know what I'm talking about when I say, you remember the show uh, Saturday morning special or whatever, Friday special, Saturday morning special. And I remember this episode where the kids would always want to get in this magic house and they okay. could never get in the freaking magic house. They always wanted to know what was in it. And then the one time they went in, it was like this amazing, like museum, right? Of, like 
everything that you would love. Silver Spoon House, you know what I mean? Right. That's what I try to make my house for the kids. Like, uh, But Elps' spot is like that. When you walk into that house, it's you are reminded of you are not in any other place but a musical myriad. I mean, just the plaques on the wall, the guitars from Ruta to the Tuta, the I mean, from Slash to everyone that he's worked with, all the bands. I mean, mm-hmm. every inch of the house has something to do with music. And when you walk in, you just feel it. You feel the energy. And Elvis is just incredible himself. And he's not the type of person, like the first time we worked with him, I loved him. I fell in love with him because he was like, I don't really need to do. He's like, you guys are seven to us. He's like, just do what you do. Right. I feel like Elvis is a, he's an incredible, his ideas are incredible, but he's, he doesn't, he's not forcing anything. He's just like, yeah, that's great. You know, Hey, what about, you know, maybe try this and it sounds cool. And it's just a magical energy and it's never, it's always easy with him. And uh, I love doing vocals with him. I've never worked. I've, I'm not saying anything about other, any producers or anything, sure. but uh, it's just a really great working relationship with me and him too. Once we do vocals, it's like, it's just, it ain't nothing. I, it's nothing forced. It's it's all me. And it's just, uh, it's just a good thing, man. Everyone feels the same way. Once we're there, you think about this, you're in this big house that's got pretty much an indoor pool. We live there together in these big rooms and the studio's connected to the house and we don't have to really go anywhere except for this big old house. And right. Just, and, you know, wake up, do music. And we work from like uh, 12 noon, maybe 11 to 12 noon to 11 at night every day, except for Saturdays we take off. And that's our okay. schedule, man. Nice. Does does Elvis, and I'm guessing, and you can tell me I'm completely wrong, but mm-hmm. with all of you guys, I think, working on solo stuff outside of Seven Dust, does Elvis kind of almost act as the point that brings you back to Seven Dust mindset because he only works with you with Seven Dust or no? Oh, no, he's worked with, he worked with, Clint, he works with Clinton John on that show. Oh, does he? Stuff. Okay. Oh, yeah, he's worked with John on uh, the projected stuff. And he worked on Clint's, I think that last album that Clint did, he worked okay. with him. Yeah. Yeah. So Elvis, he, he's worked with all of us. He was also all, talked about working with me in my solo stuff too, you know, and that's still okay. in the making. But yeah, he, he, he's got a, he's in on it all, man. He's good. He's, I mean, I would love to work with Elvis too on that. It's a, it's a very exciting, he's a great writer too, you know, like with him writing with a mammoth with Wolfie Van Halen. Listen yeah. to that, some of that stuff. It's incredible, you know, mm-hmm. all the bridge stuff that he, I mean, all this stuff, when you just sit sit down and watch him play guitar, you're like, God dang, this, this guy <laughs> should, he should be in the freaking band, you know? Right. <laughs> nice. Well, well, LJ, let's talk about um, let's talk about the first tune on the record, which is going to surprise a lot of people. Uh, I might let the devil win. First time I listened to it, and, and this is going to probably be an obscure reference to most people, but maybe you, maybe not you. It reminded me of a recent Sepultura album, um, Machine Messiah. Oh, wow. Where, where um, what's his name? The the, Max? the singer. Yeah, Max. Max. When when Max, I don't know if you've heard that or not, but mm. you know Sepultura's music. Course, it's all, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, and he starts out the same way, mellow, singing, no growling, you know, no, very low key and that was my first impression from this was very different pretty much from anything on any seven dust record uh-huh. i'm assuming that came straight out of you is that is oh, that no, accurate no, no. man click came up with this incredible you know i feel like he came out of his nine inch nail shell okay this, and i uh, brought into that that's what i feel like uh but this song a lot of people are thinking that it might not be a good move for us to put this as a first single but for us we feel like 
this point of our career that the people have grown up enough with us to know that we're not bringing anything half-ass in. So uh, to me, even though this is more one of the more melodic sounding songs, to me, man, it's one of our heaviest songs. If you think about the production and the way the song builds, it's very heavy. I love it. I can't wait to perform it live. I love the fact that it's the first song on the album and to watch the response to uh, a few select people that bought the album before it came out uh, this mm-hmm. last couple of weeks back in Orlando to see the response was incredible. Uh, I'm excited about it, man. And it's a fun song. Uh, it, it's just really cool to be at the point right now where we're not afraid to be like, Oh man, you got that's no, don't sound like DSI. <laughs> Who cares, man? We're 50,000 right. years old, man. We got kids and stuff. We want to evolve and, and show different sides of our, our musical abilities and stuff, you know. We're still on that avenue, but it's okay to go off a street or two, you know. Man? Sure. We're, we're still in the neighborhood. What up? <laughs> right on. <laughs> I hear you, man. Well, dude, to me, best song on the record is one that you've already shared with everybody, which is everything. Oh, just wow. a just a great song. Should be a number one at radio. Oh, I don't wow. know why radio, if there is a radio thing anymore, yeah. it should be near the top of that. It's just an ass kicker. Tell me a little bit about that one. I just think that song should be the, the the song of the century right now. The song that brings everybody back out of this darkness that we've been in. Uh, the song that gives everybody hope, not just one person or one color, just everybody, man, across the board, whatever you are. I don't care if you think you're a damn lizard chicken or something. This is a song for you. You know what I'm saying? This is a this is a, a hopeful song, man. This is bringing us uh, back together. You know, you could be anything. You could be everything. And I feel like that's... Uh, for everyone out there man excellent well let's play why don't we do this let's uh take a quick break we will share um share a piece of everything with uh with the people that are watching so check it out it is everything it's brand new seven dust from truth killer right here on chris Aker presents <laughs> that's that's my alton that's me that's my ego nice <laughs> very cool <laughs> Right back here on Chris Aiken Presents, it's me, Chris Aiken, with the mighty LJ LeJohn Witherspoon of Seven Dust. And we just played Everything, which is a great tune. And uh, it's a great tune from a great record. And I got to ask you, LJ, at this point, man, what is it about? I mean, the the sales are gone. You know that. The industry is just completely different. So what is it about you guys that you always come? I mean, you guys are clockwork band. Every couple of years, there's 10, 12, 15 new songs that are not going to make you 10, 12, 15 million dollars. Yeah. You know, I mean, you you know. Mm-hmm. What is it that keeps you guys just recording over and over? Is it fan loyalty? Is it yes. just the need for I, new I music? Say, I say family. No, we don't have any fans. We have okay. family out there. And then all of a sudden, you think about this, man. We signed a new record deal. 
I didn't think that signing a record deal even existed anymore. Sure. And these beautiful people from Germany, Napalm, gave us this opportunity. And look at what's happening now. Uh, may it be to the pandemic, but no, not only that, it's to them having backing behind us all of a sudden. I'm doing interviews again. We're doing interviews again. I'm doing international press all freaking day long. Uh, talking about the album. We've already recorded four videos. We hadn't done a video since the damn 60s. Not that long ago, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> right. You know, so things are happening again, man. That's what keeps us going. Uh, what keeps us going is going back out there on tour with Alter Bridge and, and being out there for two and a half weeks and knowing that people are so excited that they're back outside the bus at nine o'clock in the morning, knowing that we're not hitting the stage at 930 at night, but that that energy's there that excitement of, I'm gonna sit here and wait all day long. You're gonna come out and you're gonna talk to me. I don't care if I talk to you once or twice, I'm still gonna be here and be the first person in line. That is there again. And that that's exciting, man. And uh, that's what keeps us going. And also it's our job. If, right. I don't know what I would do. Uh, you know, my wife's like, get back to work. It's time to go to work. So I gotta get back up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I would do if I wasn't, you know, doing this or writing music or doing something. I would be doing something in music. I'd be like, oh, damn, there's LJ from Seven. That's man. He's singing in the back of that McDonald's parking lot. He's got a setup back there. And he's jamming, but he's still doing it. You know what I'm saying? I would be doing something musically. Right on. Well, speaking of musically for you, we've been hearing for years about the solo release, my friend. We still, I interviewed, uh, what's his name? The guy from Ra. Um, yeah, I interviewed him at the beginning of the pandemic, and he yeah. told me he was working with you on it. We, we put out a couple of songs, but then, uh, you know, the pandemic, and I took my time, and I started working with a new team, uh, Andrew Bayless, Michael Whitworth, uh, Dan and those guys uh, in Nashville, and it's uh, the, the, the top writing team for Jelly Roll. And it's, yeah. these guys have been some friends of mine for a long time, and we've taken on and written a few songs, and I'm actually going back to Nashville this Sunday oh, wow. okay. and uh, finishing up my solo. So I have about 20 songs and man, it's like chess for me. I don't, you know, uh, seven of us is so important. And I feel like in this music industry, man, you have to make the right move. And I've seen so many people like, oh man, I'm a solo artist and uh, I'm leaving the band. And then they go out there like, here I am. And it's like three people like, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, man. No one else cares. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I don't want to, you know, and I don't want to be that guy. I don't think that I'm like, oh man, I'm leaving the band. I'm this is me by myself. I just want people to hear a different side of uh, things that I like, man. It's fun, it's exciting, and uh, I got some really cool stuff that is still going to be out there. There's some label interest okay. uh, and some people knocking on the door right now, so that's fun too. So, but I'm just taking my time, and like I said, I'm going back down there to write. And I love Nashville; it's my hometown, and I go down there, and it's so weird being an adult uh, in the town that you grew up in as a kid. Sure. That, that you know what I mean? It's so weird and different now. I'm like, man, y'all ain't country. I'm I'm country. <laughs> I, I was born at General Hospital right down the street in Nashville, Tennessee, lived on Gallatin Road. I mean, it's get out of it. Right. You ain't country. <laughs> <laughs> you just bought the hat. That's it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And half of them ain't wearing that. All y'all got the same haircut anyway. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> well well, dude, let me ask you one. It has nothing to do with Seven Dust other than you toured with them. Um, I gotta ask you, I ask everybody that has toured with her, I gotta ask you about Mariah from Plush. Uh, oh wow. what what an to me the best the best new voice in in the game today you know oh, and, and for somebody so young what do oh, you see as a as a vocalist that's been out there for 30 years what did you see night oh, after night i love i love that band i love their energy i love the innocence uh i love the talent the yeah. uh the acceptance in the community that they're getting right now uh it's so funny that you said that because 
I've been so busy with uh, the family, the new album coming out and everything, mm -hmm. but I recently, I don't even know if I can say it, like I want to say it because it was an honor. Uh, I got asked to do a song with the ladies in Plus. Oh, wow. And so uh, I got a track sent and I told them I love it and I hadn't uh, had time, but uh, actually I'm talking with the producers right now and uh, that'll be my next step to see if I'm going to do a song with them, but I would love to probably work with them on a track. Uh, but other than that, if I don't, I still feel like that they're definitely the upcoming uh, one of the big bands are going to be a big band. They keep at it and they work hard and they just keep on the road and do what they're doing. They're going to be, you know, they're going to be something to reckon with. They're already something to reckon with right sure. now. So. And they're so uh, young. <laughs> yeah, they're so young. It's great, man. It's so funny. When we were out there on the road. We had them out on the road with them. I felt, I felt like the dad and stuff. I, <laughs> dude, I'll be on the bus and looking at them. You see them get off their little RV or whatever. And uh, the other opening band, all the dudes like following behind them. I'm like, man, look at these creeps, man. <laughs> Look at them just following around, man. I, they would always look. I would always look at open the window of the bus or something. Like, what are you guys doing, man? Leave. Can they breathe? Leave them alone. <laughs> but it was, you know, it was awesome to see. And they were so respectful. And just such nice young ladies. And uh, I really expect big things from them. Very cool, man. Well, dude, I'm expecting big things from you this summer here. You're out. You're going out yet again. Um, tell us a little bit about the touring plans. I can't wait. So finally, my wife's like, get out of here. So August, <laughs> we leave. And it's been a long time waiting. Known this kid for a million years, grown up, watched him grow up, hanging out with us, uh, Wolfie Van Halen and Mammoth. So that's going to be great to have him out there. And then with Alter Bridge, which are our brothers, sure. love those guys. It's going to be a bro down. It'll be a great night of music. We'll have a good time. And after that, then in October, which is something I'm excited about, uh, going out. We haven't played with them in 24 years. Dope. Oh, wow. Nice. Uh, October, it's Dope, Seven Dust, and Static X. Etzel Dope has been one of my very close friends for a million years, and a lot of people don't know that we've done a lot of stuff behind the scenes musically over this course of years, so it would be good to get back together in that essence, and I think that's going to be a memorable night to see those bands together and then paying homage to, uh, to Wayne Static, which was an incredible artist, and uh, he did a lot of cool stuff, so that'll be fun. But yeah, I was at me and Etzel, man, uh, if you didn't know, you have to look it up. Uh, over the course of the years, I did some writing with him, and uh, I did a song for what is it, National Hot Rod Association of America? Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, you have to look up uh, the song that I did for them. I did a song, actually, me and Edsel Dove. He did the music, and I sang it, and uh, that was pretty fun. And uh, we did a couple other things, like uh, Falcons on Top, the Atlanta Falcons song, me and Edsel right. together, uh, and then some other stuff. So, yeah, so it'll be cool to, to get back together with him, because after running into him a few years ago, talking about things that were going on in his future yeah. not only with dope with other things right. said would it be great if we got back together and did something he said let's make sure it happens and sure enough here we go in october it's going to be a, a tour with the best production i can't wait if you're not seeing the show already it's going to be even bigger so i'm excited about it. i'm just excited about this future you know just for Absolutely. us to be back in a normal setting because if anything you know man uh our setting was the last one to be able to get back to normalcy because you get sick and a concert, stand beside some dude is sweating on you. So it's good to be back home, man. Absolutely, dude. Well, it's great to have Seven Dust back. New album, uh, Truth Killer, July 28th. Buy it, people. Do not just stream it. I'm not saying don't stream it. I'm saying don't just stream it. There you go. Buy something. <laughs> definitely, buy something. Definitely buy something. Support these guys because they've been doing it for too many years to not be not be supported. And, uh, Lejean, I figured we would end this with the video for Fence. Um, ain't going to lie, I didn't like the video. i know, just you tell did. you the truth. I did not like the claymation, but I'm not that guy. Oh, I, really? I'm the claymation. Man, we loved it because it reminded me of uh, 
back back at uh, Adult Swim days. And, okay. And like when I couldn't, you know, when the kids would come in the room and I have to turn the TV off real quick. And it was the nostalgia of that era sure. that made me like it so much, you know, and just and the fact that we didn't have to be in a video too. Right. I'm just old school. I just want to see you up there jamming. I guess I mean, you know. What we didn't want to do. I was like, man, no one wants to see us. No one <laughs> wants to see us. And then guess what? After that, we did fucking three live videos, so you'll be able to see us. Very and, good. Uh, thank you for taking the time. And I always like to when I come in my bar. I normally look at a lot of my stuff, but I would like to leave you with someone that's always here with us in the bar area. There's no person in the whole world like you, and I like you just the way you are. That's Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers, so check it out. Don't you ever change. There's no person like you, and I like you just the way you are, brother. <laughs> dude, dude, real quick, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap with this. I, I'll show you a, a, a picture that uh -huh. me and you took uh, eight years ago. Let's see. Look at this. Oh my god. Look <laughs> at us. That was that was backstage at the um at the Agora, I think. Oh wow, man. <laughs> we were we were just being personable and friendly. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow, that is amazing. Man, have you ever been told that you I don't know if it's because the picture's small? Yeah. Okay, well I just zoomed in. You have that Jack Black. Yeah, weird. it looks awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. And, and when it grows long, it's Santa. So <laughs> oh, oh, hey, hey, there you go. You're winning. You're winning all the way around. <laughs> exactly. Well, well, LJ, man, it's always great checking in with you. One more time. Truth Killer, July 28th. Uh, Seven Dust is the band. And LJ, thanks so much for joining me here on Chris Haker Presents. Man, hey, it's a pleasure, brother. God bless you. You stay safe. Have a great weekend. I'll see you soon.